Did you know that most vitamin D3 supplements come from sheep's wool? I'm Kat, founder of Ritual. We're making traceability the new standard for the supplement industry. When I was pregnant, I couldn't find a multivitamin I could trust, so I created my own. Ours is made traceable, third-party tested, and clean label project certified. Oh, and our vitamin D3? It comes from sustainably harvested lichen from England, not sheep. Trace for yourself with 25% off at ritual.com slash podcast. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This podcast may cause dizziness, confusion, bloating, uncontrollable laughter, and in some cases, anal leakage. Listener discretion is strongly advised. This is episode number 68 of Excuse Me, That's Illegal, the podcast that takes a hardcore look at some softcore crimes. I'm your boy Leroy, and I'm coming at you straight out of the closet with a tale where the perpetrators basically ratted themselves out because they let their paranoia get the best of them. It's going to be crazy, as per usual. Speaking of crazy... How's about the last episode with the lady hiding those Rolexes in her vagina? After I put that one out, I received a cool email from a gal named Susie. And she said, Hey Leroy, love the podcast. Ah shucks, you're too kind. She goes on to say, I feel like I need to weigh in on the vaginal vixen episode. I used to be a corrections officer in a female prison. The female criminals hide all sorts of things up there. So much that it is referred to as the hairy handbag. And the phrase, she boxed it, is quite common. These ladies are so good at it that I have seen one lady put something down the back of her overalls during a visit. Then she did a little wiggle, and whatever it was couldn't be found. Thankfully, we don't do cavity searches. Once something is up there, it is impossible to confiscate. At least the men can only put things up their butt. We put them in a cell with no toilet, and they will eventually need to poop it out. Anyway, have a good one. Susie. Well, thanks, Susie. And when you said hairy handbag, I got to admit, it made me literally laugh out loud. It's great stuff. Uh, Like I've said before, do not get mad when someone calls you a pussy. It's a compliment. Those things are very versatile. Much more useful than a big old set of hairy balls. (laughs) Uh, There's no smooth transition from that comment, so let's just get a couple paranoia jokes in before we move on with the show. So a guy walks into a library and asks for books about paranoia. The librarian whispers back to him, They're right behind you. Ooh, not really funny, but kind of spooky. Really though, guys, paranoia is no joking matter. Heck, even I suffer from it. So bad, in fact, my wife just left me because of it. Oh wait, never mind. She just returned from the store. Alright everybody, hop in the minivan and let's cruise these suburban streets as I serenade you with another tale of low-level true crime. 
And don't worry, my friends. I promise to get you back home at a reasonable hour. Or do I? <laughs> no, I actually won't. Trust me. Episode number 68, Worry Warts. Paranoia, paranoia, everybody's coming to get me. Just say you never met me. I'm running underground with the moles, digging holes. Harvey Danger. Great tune, by the way. Not really when I sing it. Paranoia is a strange thing, though, isn't it? It can get you out of huge trouble. Trust your gut. You gotta trust your gut, they always say. And that's sound advice, for the most part. But what if your gut is wrong? What if your worries are all just built up in your head, in your head, zombie? Sorry. (laughs) I don't know why I'm in a musical mood today. Another great tune, but let's not get carried away with those music quotes. Um, where was I? Oh yeah, paranoia and trusting your gut can certainly get you out of trouble. But if you're wrong, oh, if you're wrong, you're just going to end up digging yourself into a deeper hole. Okay. This story starts off in Las Vegas, but it is going to take us to Rexburg, which is a city in Madison County, Idaho. Rexburg is the ninth largest community in Idaho and has a population of 39,409 people at least according to a 2020 census. Is Rexburg a safe place to live? Hell yeah, it is. And there's a lot of Mormons over there. That might have something to do with it. Mormons seem like law-abiding citizens, from the limited amount I know about them. Let's check in with our friends at NeighborhoodScout.com to get some more stats. Rexburg receives a 92 on the crime index, meaning it's safer than 92% of U.S. cities. Not bad. Chances of becoming a victim of a violent crime in the state of Idaho are 1 in 415. But if you live in Rexburg, 1 in 4,379. They know likey the violence. Which is good. Our criminals today find themselves in this fine city. But it's kind of just by fluke. They don't reside there or anything. They were just supposed to be passing through. Like I said, the story starts in Las Vegas. So let's, uh... Well, let's start the story. The date is January 23rd. The year is 2015. It's a Friday. Fridays have always been my favorite day of the week. The beginning of the weekend. Movies hit the theaters on Fridays. The movie Friday is fantastic. Movies that came out on this particular Friday, unfortunately, were pretty trash. A few notables were Cake, starring Jen Aniston. Mordecai, starring Jonathan Depp. And The Boy Next Door, starring J-Lo. She plays a single mom who becomes attracted to the teenage boy who moves in next door and befriends her son. She starts and ends the romance, but he doesn't let go so easily. 
If those don't tickle your fancy, you would have still been in good shape, as American Sniper hit the theaters the week before, and Taken 3 was released earlier that month. I don't know what it is about Liam Neeson. He's not particularly handsome or funny or even really that charming. But for some reason, I just like staring at his big face, having his fat head fill my screen. It's mesmerizing. (sighs) Anyways, we're in Vegas, baby. Viva Las Vegas. So let's meet our stars of the show. Softcore slimeballs Leland Ayala Doliente, he's 22, and his partner in crime, 23-year-old Holland Sward. So we got Holland and Leland. Now these two dopes are in the dope game. I'm not sure how long they've been in the drug game, but given their actions, it's safe to say not very long. This is likely one of their first, if not their first rodeo. Consumers of the product? Sure. Long-time consumers. But drug dealers? Being on the business side of things? Not long. Ever heard of the term, don't get high on your own supply? Or everything in moderation? You haven't? That's cool. Neither have they. They are high as hell and ready to go on a road trip. Holland and Leland's Excellent Adventures. Or Bogus Journey might be more fitting. The boys have a shipment of marijuana that they plan to move from Vegas all the way to Montana. 20 pounds of it. So not a massive haul, but still a pretty substantial amount. They have it all nicely packaged in clear one-pound bags. I looked this up, and it's a decent distance from Vegas to Montana, a little over 1,000 miles, and should take them about 15 hours. Let's say 16 if you stop for a couple piss breaks and uh, stretch your legs. So these stoners fire up the vehicle and start their journey. And hey, one thing I gotta give them kudos for is they brought a bunch of snacks. A must for any long road trip. Red Bull to stay alert, beef jerky for that protein, potato chips, chocolate bars. That's how I roll when hitting that open road. Maybe throw in a sweet mixtape of bangers from the 90s too. The best. Oh, and on a quick side note here, the boys were not alone. They brought a bitch with them. And before you get your panties in a bunch, I'm not referring to a woman... They have a female dog with them, a pit bull that they are bringing back to her owner in Montana. She's just chilling in the car, probably enjoying herself, killing brain cells along with the boys, inhaling all that secondhand smoke on the way to Montana. You can just picture the three of them sticking their heads out the windows, wagging their tails, tongues hanging out of their mouths. Magnificent. The trip starts off fine, everyone's enjoying themselves, but a few hours in, I don't know if it's the weed talking. Or these amateurs are just really nervous because of the illegal activity they are engaging in. But they start getting super paranoid. They think they're being followed. It's a really rough scene. Usually when you have two people and one's really nervous, the other one can talk them down. But when you get a couple of conspiracy theorists together, two dudes who are on similar wavelengths, the paranoia festers and gets taken to new heights. Every car that was behind them was an unmarked police vehicle. Every citizen who they made eye contact with was an undercover officer. By the time they made it to Idaho, which was about nine hours into their journey, these guys couldn't take it anymore. But why weren't the cops just arresting them? Why were they toying with us, they thought. Here's a quote from Rexburg Police Captain Randy Lewis, who spoke to Inside Edition. This guy loved the situation. Thought it was hilarious. Captain Randy, quote, They thought they was being followed. Every time a car would go by, 
they would get out and throw up their hands, but no one stopped. Then they got irritated. <laughs> End quote. It really was ridiculous. These guys were in over their heads and let their imaginations run wild and get the best of them. They were actually pulling over, getting out of the vehicle and surrendering with their hands up, practically begging for police to just bust them already. But no one showed up, so they'd have to pile back into the car and keep going. Finally, once they reached Rexburg, Idaho, the city that hates violence, the one full of Mormons that's safer than 92% of the U.S. cities, they said enough was enough. They pulled over, and Leland was like, screw it, I'm just going to call 911 and make them arrest us. This has gone on for far too long. This 911 call was made public, and East Idaho News released audio of the call. It's fantastic. But the audio isn't the highest quality, so I will reenact the call. Word for word, just for you guys. Here is the interaction between Leland and the 911 dispatcher. Madison County 911. Hi, uh, we're the two dumbasses that got caught trying to bring some stuff through your border. And all your cops are just driving around us like a bunch of jack wagons. And I'd just like for you guys to end it. If you could help me out with that, we would like to just get on with it. You got caught doing what? Ah, <sighs> okay. Um, we kind of got spooked here trying to bring some stuff across your Idaho border. Okay. And yeah, a bunch of your cops driving around in a bunch of civilian cars not wanting to pick us up. I don't know what's the deal. I was just wondering if you could, like, help us out and just end it. Okay. Um, yeah. If you could call one of them? I don't know. It's getting cold out here, man. I just want to get warm and just, like, get on with this whole thing. So, okay. Uh, where are you right now? University Boulevard, right next to the gas station in Applebee's. All your buddies are around us, so if you could help us out, that'd be great. Okay, alright. Is it just you, or is there anybody else with you? It's me and my buddy that I brought with me. And then we have a dog that we're going to bring back to its owner. But, oh, okay. She's a really nice dog. She's not mean. She's a pit bull. Oh, okay, cool. She's really cold in the car. She could use some food, too. Okay. Uh, what was your name, man? It's Leland. Leland, okay. Hold on just one second, okay, Leland? Stay on the phone with me. All right, thank you. <laughs> and then in the background, you can hear Leland talking to Holland about the dispatcher. He sounds like a nice guy. And a frustrated Holland goes, Want me to jump in the air and click my heels twice or what? These guys are idiots. Okay, then the dispatcher gets back on the line and says, Do you guys have any guns or weapons or anything on you at all? Nope, we don't have any of that stuff with us. Just a bunch of snacks and stuff. <laughs> All right. I just want to make sure. The officers are just curious. Yeah, yeah. We tried to walking away from the car a couple times, and that didn't work. We tried waving them down, and that didn't work. So I don't know what's going on here. Okay. I do have one of my marked units. He's on his way over there. So he's on his way to meet you. All right. Thank you. Click. And so ends the ridiculous 911 call. Loved it. And that dispatcher who answered that call couldn't have handled it any better. I've heard a lot of 911 calls, and sometimes the operators are confrontational, at least in their tone, or give the caller attitude. And this sounded like it could have been a prank call, so he could have easily treated it as such. But he took it seriously, 
acted casual. He knew it was a strange situation, but treated Leland like they were buddies. Got the info out of him. He basically handed Leland enough rope to hang himself. It was perfect. And I like how Leland goes, We're beside the Applebee's. All your buddies are around us. <laughs> like, come on, dude. You're talking to a 911 operator. It's not like these are a bunch of his friends out there. These fictitious cops that are surrounding you that you just made up in your head. Anyways, two real officers arrive at the scene where Leland and Holland are standing outside the vehicle, hands behind their heads, and Holland mutters, We got caught, and we're surrendering. They even had all the weed neatly packed into the dog crate outside the vehicle. Really, they couldn't have made the officer's job any easier. One of the responding officers was our buddy Captain Randy. Here's what he said about his interaction with the fellas. Quote, they were just as sociable as they could be. They was real cooperative fellas. They said, there's the goods. <laughs> I don't know if they was hallucinating or what. End quote. When he was asked if the men were tested for being on drugs, Captain Randy was almost in tears. <laughs> no, we didn't test them. We had all the evidence we needed right there. <laughs> End quote. Gotta love Randy. The 20 pounds of weed was worth an estimated $16,000. Sounds a little low, but okay. Probably some really shitty weed. Uh, the boys both were arrested and charged with drug trafficking. No word on what happened to the dog. Hopefully she was returned to her owners and that was her only brush with the law. Back to Leland and Holland. After some time, they ended up pleading guilty to possession with intent to deliver. Holland got off pretty easy, receiving 30 days in jail to go along with five years of probation. Leland, on the other hand, got a stiffer penalty, unfortunately. One and a half to eight years in prison. Kind of his own fault, because on the day of his sentencing, he tested positive for cocaine, marijuana, and oxycodone. I'm sure he was let out earlier, as long as he kept his nose clean in there. Let's check out the Daily Mail comment section and see what the people have to say about this crime. As usual, they have a lot to say with 64 comments. Let's hear a couple of the more intelligent opinions. Rhonda from Georgia says, That must be one of the stupidest things I've ever heard. And I've lived a lot of years and smoked a lot of weed. Okay, Rhonda. Thanks for sharing. Super Pelican from New Orleans says, They call it dope for a reason. Legalization just rewards idiots like this. So no to that idea. Just wanted to get that comment in before the organized pro-dope posters start taking over this comment thread. End quote. Okay, take it easy there, Pelican. It's not that serious. And finally, we got Mara Joy from Sterling Heights, who says, That'd make a great movie scene. End quote. It certainly would. In fact, you could probably make a whole movie about these guys and it would be a hoot. I'm getting some serious dude where's my car vibes for sure. The rest of the comments are a bunch of people either getting political, ain't nobody got time for that, or calling Holland and Leland names like dummies and dumb and dumber, which they are, but they seem like nice enough guys. We don't need to be mean about it. They even openly admit to being dumbasses. It's almost as if they're proud of it. My thoughts on this whole thing, you ask? Well, I like Leland and Holland. They come across as sympathetic characters, a couple of fun dudes who wanted to make some easy cash. I almost wish I had been there to talk some sense into them and help them along on their venture. Almost. 
And yes, I know they had 20 pounds of weed, but I consider that to be a pretty harmless drug. No big deal. Way less harmful than alcohol even. And this is coming from a guy who drinks and hasn't smoked in years. I do enjoy the occasional gummy or two though. I probably would have given them a few years probation and maybe 50 hours of community service and called it a day if I were the judge. They turned themselves in as well, so that's got to count for something. They didn't have any weapons and don't seem to be a threat to society. I mean, I'd probably be nervous near them in a vehicle, but that's another story. Bottom line, they seem like a couple of goofy, gullible guys who got caught up in a bad scene. But they're nice, and for me, a little niceness always goes a long way. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. And we are back. That's a wrap on episode number 68, Worry Warts. I hope you enjoyed that silly story as much as I did. As always, I want to thank Steffi for voicing the disclaimer, the operator for providing that sweet, sweet theme music, and my boo for editing this episode. You know what time it is. Listener confession time, baby. So let's get criminal, criminal. I want to get criminal. This confession comes in from a listener named Gina. Hey, girl. She says, hey, Leroy, this is my true crime confession. So when I was about 11, my parents got me my absolute dream Christmas gift. It was a go-kart, specifically a black and pink two-seater go-kart. I have a younger brother, so they killed my dreams of racing to get me a more sibling-friendly version. Anywho. I loved this go-kart. It was ridiculously fun. We lived in a suburban area outside of Chicago. We had a forest that ran behind our house, which opened up to a large field with a playground on the far end of it. Many backyards backed up to this field, but the field itself was quite large. There was a nice walking path that twisted through it. But other than that, it was just flat land. So that made it the perfect place to tool around in the go-kart. After many months of begging... My dad finally took the governor off. I was beyond excited to see what it could do. Okay, time out. I'm an idiot and don't know much about go-karts or engines apparently and had to look up what a governor was. And this is what I found. Go-kart engines have a speed governor, also known as a speed limiter. A speed governor limits your engine's performance by only allowing it to run at a certain speed. In order to make your go-kart faster, you can remove the speed governor in your go-kart engine. Okay, that makes sense. Back to the story. 
I went roaring into the field and made huge circles, twists and turns through the long grass. It was faster than I imagined it would be. I was having the time of my life. The group of kids I was with started to scatter and I was looking around, trying to figure out what was happening. I looked toward the park at the end of the field and there was a police car slowly creeping down the walking path saying, pull over, stop the go-kart, come talk to me, and things like that through the loudspeaker. In an instant, I knew exactly what I had to do, take off and hide. I had the advantage as I was pretty close to the exit by my house. I went through a couple backyards of my neighbors, pulled into the garage, and closed it. My parents had heard the loudspeaker and asked me what was going on. When I explained, they laughed and said, Hey, no harm, no foul. Cool parents. I went back outside and hung out in my driveway, and the police car drove slowly down our street. He pulled over and asked me if I had seen the go-kart. I shrugged my shoulders and said, Nope. He continued on his way. Now, I'm absolutely a rule follower, so this behavior was very unlike me. My dad called me the police fleer the rest of the summer. I'm 36 now, and it still comes up in conversation. Remember that time Gina ran from the police? What other choice did I have? I absolutely continued my go-kart antics until I could drive a car. I just knew my trips around the field would have to be short, as I assumed someone would be alerting the police to my vroom-vrooming. One of my favorite childhood memories. Hope you enjoyed it. Keep up the amazing work. I love your show. Gina. Thank you, Gina. That was a great story, and I did enjoy it. Takes me back to my carefree days as a youth as well. I didn't have a go-kart or get chased by the police. So maybe it didn't take me back to my youth specifically. But it was a nice, wholesome story nonetheless. Your parents giving you a two-seater so you could lug your little bro around made me laugh. As I'm a little bro and my tagging along probably crushed some of my big brother's dreams as a youth as well. Hilarious. Thanks for sending in the story, Gina. And if your kids are listening, hey Gina's kids. See, your mom's one badass chick. I hope you appreciate her. Alright, if you'd like to send in a petty crime confession like my girl Gina just did, just shoot me an email. Excuse me, that's illegal at gmail.com. There's a link in the show notes. And you could have your story played on the air. Okay, it's been a while since I've done Patreon shoutouts, so can I have your attention please as I induct the next members into the elite group known as the Neighborhood Watch? B. Sullivan, Daniel, Erica S., Regina E., Courtney H., Christy, Cora W., Mac M., and the boys from the True Crime Guys podcast. You are now sworn in members of the Neighborhood Watch. Let's sound those air horns to make it official. Thank you so much, my friends, for going above and beyond and showing me your support. It really means a lot. And you're getting me closer to achieving my dreams of doing this thing full time. If you'd like to join up, it's easy. There's a link in the show notes. It's patreon.com slash excuse me, that's illegal. You'll get early ad-free releases and some kick-ass bonus content for the price of a Big Mac a month. Before we get out of here, I have a promo to play for you coming from an amazing podcast called Wine and Crime. You've probably heard of them. These gals are hilarious. They're mega stars and rightfully so. And they're one of the podcasts that have kept me company kept me entertained while at work over the years. 
I reached out to them for a promo swap, honestly expecting to get ignored. Happens all the time, especially with the very popular ones. I get it. They're too busy, too cool. I don't hold any grudges. But needless to say, I was shocked when they graciously accepted. They're talented, they're funny, and most importantly, they're just good people. So if you haven't given their show a shot, I strongly suggest you do so. I will step aside and let Kenyon, Lucy, and Amanda tell you all about their kick-ass podcast in a moment. As for myself, I'll meet you back here in another 10 days for more softcore scumbaggery. Peace! All right, take it away, ladies. Hey, true crime fans, have you listened to Wine and Crime yet? We're a true crime comedy podcast hosted by three childhood friends who chug wine, chat true crime, and unleash our worst Minnesotan accents. Sure, duel. Each week, we pick a true crime topic and pair it with a delicious wine before delving into the background and psychology behind the crime. Then we share and speculate wildly about a couple of bonkers cases related to that topic. Oh yeah, and past episodes include necrophilia, cults, crimes of passion, cruise ship disappearances, and exorcisms gone wrong, all over a bottle of wine. Or three, let's be honest. (laughs) Yes, truth. Listen anywhere you get your podcasts. You can also follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Wine and Crime Pod, and check out our website and blog at wineandcrimepodcast.com. Cheers! When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.